Welcome back to this One Time at Summer Camp, a podcast about the magic of summer camp. Myself and uh, Pete are here again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to roll back into our chat with Rossi about sailing. Where did we just leave off from? We were talking about um, the Carolina skiff and how it had a will of its own and wanted to be returned to the ocean. What a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Well, again... Sorry it's a bit heavy on the uh, sailing talk, but uh, enjoy. It was the one who caught me. At the time, I was trying to console a little girl who was uh, really scared about doing the talent show. And then Nick, yeah, caught me for elbows. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to talk to this kid. She's scared and upset. And you're like, you're ruining this. And really, I was just angry that I had been called for elbows. Because if you get caught eating with your elbows on the table... You have to stand up in front of everyone in the dining hall and sing a song. And I had to stand up and sing a song. And as an 18-year-old, he was not a confident person. Singing in front of like 300 people was scary. And then uh, a few years later, my friend Chandler was like doing a blog. And um, he was asking if anyone like wanted to write a story for it. So I wrote that story down and he like published it on his blog Yeah. And so that was um, the winter before I started at camp. My brother had worked there for years. I went there as a camper, I mean, and um, there's so many counselors and they're so outgoing and so energetic. And I, like you, Pete, was not a very confident 18 year old. My brother had told me so many times that you have to come to camp. You have to come to camp. You'll love it. It's so much fun. I'm like, I don't know if I'm like you in that way. Like I, the idea of getting up on the table and you know, singing in front of everyone makes me really scared. And um, so I remember I I was like scrolling through the camp Facebook page and I saw your story, Pete, and I didn't put together that it was your story because I remember just reading oh. the story. And um, you told that story again when we were at camp that summer and you yeah. told that story. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Pete, like this <laughs> gave me so much confidence. The story that you have, like it's probably like, one of the reasons that I convinced myself to come to camp last summer. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. Um, I, I forgot to say this bit just now, but yeah, the fact that once I'd stood up and sang and then I got down trying to console that girl again and she was like laughing because I had just gotten up and done the thing she was afraid of doing, even though had I not been forced to, I, I definitely wouldn't have done that. But it's just nice to know that you can have unintended consequences that work out positively. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Rossi, I would very much like to talk about the first time we met because um, I didn't make the the best first impression. Do you, would you like to tell us? I would love to. Um, so my brother had just started working at camps, and you guys knew each other before we knew each other. Um, and you came over to hang out with Glenn after camp. I remember at one point Glenn was busy. I think he had practice or something. He wasn't home. Um, so my mom was like, you know, go help out our guest thing in the guest room being like, help him find some way to entertain himself. And I come up and I'm showing you how to use a TV. And I'm like, oh, you can like watch something on Netflix. Nick, have you seen the Hunger Games? <laughs> to which you respond, um, oh, everyone's seen the Hunger Games. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like, this asshole. <laughs> and that was my first impression, which was this guy's, wow, he's a dick. To really top it off, I also recall that, like, Netflix was actually pretty new at the time. Like, it wasn't the household staple it is right now. Being so new, you were like, oh, do you know how to use Netflix? 
And I was like, yeah, I know how to use Netflix. <laughs> Why was I being such a dick? <laughs> I think never had a conversation with you before. <laughs> I just wanted to show you how smart I am and how cultured I am mm. that I've seen Hunger Games, you know? <laughs> I was hoping you'd be really impressed by my wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. We're friends now. You're on our podcast. It's true, yeah. Look how far we've come. Pete, did you nearly drown <laughs> one time? Yeah, that was cool. That was that was actually at Camp Moose Pine, funnily uh, enough. This one time at summer camp, we got donated a new sailboat. Ooh. And uh, we, we took the sailboat out, and uh, me and the water chief at the time, and um, we're sailing about, and we should be like... Oh, you know, we should capsize it to see how it goes, you know, if it capsizes with some kids to see what it's like getting it back up. So we capsized it. When we went to bring it back up, we realized it didn't have like an interior hull like you would usually have in a boat. It was just just like one sheet of wood between the water being outside of the boat and being inside of the boat. So when we brought it back up, it was like a bathtub up to the brim. And we were like, huh, oh shit. Because um, we, we are out in the ocean, you know? And so um, it just kind of capsizes immediately again because it's so full of water. I dive under the uh, mast, trying to push it back up whilst he's standing on the centerboard, trying to flip it back over. And uh, it doesn't work. So, like, I dive back down again, trying to push up on the mast. And this time, when I run out of there and go back up, I get caught in some ropes. <laughs> And, um, Actually, they're called why am lines I laughing? on a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I nearly drowned. Yeah. You yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Pulling <laughs> some sheets and some stays. Mm. And um, everything went a bit fuzzy. But bit did you blurry. die? Yes. In mm. some ways, I did. Um, <laughs> a part of you is still at the bottom of the bay. Uh, I just about managed to make my way up before um, before I passed out. And then we swapped over and I went and stood on the center board and then we flipped it back up because why wouldn't I be the one doing that job? <laughs> and then um, with your bone density. <laughs> and then we managed to drift it into shore just as the rescue boat arrived. Yeah. What a shit show. I think that's the only time I've nearly drowned. I feel like you can't have a sailing program without something going wrong. I got sailing certified at Camp Moose Pine. And I never got to sail again for the entire rest of the summer. And I went to another camp the next year, and they're like, oh, I see you're a sailing instructor. And I'm like, well, yes, I am, <laughs> as a matter of fact. And they're like, great, great, we'll hire you as a sailor. And I was like, sick, I'm going to learn to sail. Uh, anyway, I remember it was like a week before the kids got there at camp, and they had all of the counselors in a big meeting area. And basically, they were calling off an activity, and then everyone who's teaching that activity would, like, go off to that activity. And they did every single activity before sailing. Sailing was the last one they called. And it was just me and this British dude, Rob, sitting there. And they're like, all right, you guys are sailing. Go off to sailing. And I'm like, what? Just the two of us? They're like, yeah, yeah. Everyone else is coming later in the summer. And I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, Rob, uh, how much sailing do you know? He's like, oh, I used to do it when I was a kid at this like local park. And I was like, great. Great. Excellent. Great. 
Um, and I went up to the the water director and I was like, hey, I don't know how to sail. <laughs> and she was like, well, you've got two hours now to learn. I'll give you a couple more hours tomorrow. And um, then you should be ready for Monday. So I had four hours to learn to sail. That's yeah, more so than enough. Yeah, so I I literally, like, you know, I'm not much of a studier, but I literally, like, had textbooks and it was just, like, I couldn't Google things out there. So I had a textbook just, like, learning phrases that I'm going to need to teach the kids. And immediately I realized that Rob had no idea how to say it. Like, he had absolutely no fucking clue. I was kind of winging it, but I was doing an alright job, completely bullshitting it, and... Thank God, in the first group of kids we got, we had like a handful of kids who knew how to sail. Mm. So what we did is we just get like one kid who knows how to sail and we'd be like, all right, you're going to take someone who doesn't know how to sail and you're going to teach them. And like we just started pairing up the kids who knew how to sail and getting them to do it for us. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it was just the, like the littlest like little two-man boat. So we're like, all right, <laughs> what could go wrong? It was just an insane program. My first summer at um, Moose Pine, um, I remember getting hired and talking about activity I wanted to work. And I was like, oh, I have years and years of sailing experience. Maybe I could work sailing. And I (laughs) got funneled into boat driving, which is a great time still, obviously great job. But um, I just kind of remember watching the somewhat shit show of the beginning of a summer with all of the counselors still like really much learning how to sail and being like, I somehow feel as though they could use me <laughs> and just like nothing ever coming of that. Um, Put me think, in coach. Put I me know, in. I, I think I sailed like once in session eight because um, we also had very few bro divers that summer. And that was also the summer, like six of them got fired. Um, and I think session nine and 10, we maybe had two or three boat drivers, and we were just driving nonstop. So um, I did not get my sailing that summer. Next summer, though, was when we ran our our sailing campaign, and that was a joy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this isn't related to sailing, but that kind of reminds me, uh, in 2017, we ran the um, stay away camp uh, from camp. Uh, What did we call it? Expeditions. Yeah. Expeditions. And they had set parameters uh, that counselors had to be over 21. They had to have the full license and be like allowed to drive in the U.S. And they couldn't be first-year counselors, which all sound like pretty reasonable things. Um, and I was really flattered when they asked me to be an expedition counselor. I was like, wow, wow, that's really nice. That's really nice. I was doing the math later. And I realized that with those parameters, I was the only male option. I was the only male counselor that could drive in America. It was over 21. It wasn't my first summer. Yeah, that was, that was pretty silly. I think that was a bit like motorboat driving. You've yeah. got these like parameters set that just kind of really narrow the, um, the pool or the, the bay, if you will. <laughs> hey. I would like to categorize people into two types of sailors, right? Either those who don't know everything or those who think they know everything. I mean, realistically, 
no one knows everything. There's that, um, you know, that graph of like how much you know versus how much you think you know, and there's like the, yes. the peak. Yeah, that's this is <laughs> applicable in many parts of life. Dunning Kruger effect. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I would like to talk about the Dunning Kruger effect within sailing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please go ahead. I just have a vague memory of um, something that happened to you, Rossi, where. Um, you were out sailing, as was another um, counsellor. They had their like boat pointed directly at you and were just sailing full steam ahead at you. And they shouted, starboard, um, to indicate that they had right of way because they had seen other people do that before, right? Like, shout starboard, indicating that they have right of way. However, it didn't realise that you actually had to be on a starboard tack in order to have right away. He thought if you just shouted the words starboard, <laughs> that automatically gave you the right of way. So it was a game of whoever shouts this word first doesn't have to move out of the it way was, of the other it person. It was also like, we are on boats with children. You know, we should just <laughs> avoid each other. You know, like we should not be doing racing, competing rules. And even in races, you have to avoid the other boat. So... It was silly. But. That reminds me of Steve Carell in The Office being like, I declare bankruptcy! <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm going on a full different tangent here. So, from my understanding, it, it stopped a couple of years before my first summer in 2012. But every now and again, the water director would just be like, Alright, it's pirate day! And... Everyone would just pile onto all of the sailboats. You would take out like water balloons and water guns and dodgeballs and all kinds of things like that. And you would just play pirates. And the boats would be literally crashing into each other. Oh my God. And kids would be jumping from boat to boat. And like, you know, you'd, a counselor would jump onto someone else's boat, like kick the other counselor off and sail it away and leave them in the water. And then you'd be like going off and like you'd flip someone's boat and then you'd <laughs> sail away. You'd and go and grab the crank and like just drop their sail and take the crank away with you so they can't <laughs> yeah. put the sail back up. Oh my God. This is all so unsafe. <laughs> As a <laughs> former water director, is... I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly why it stopped. My God, does it sound fun. Yeah. I feel like the anarchy, you know, that's the most fun you can have. Can you guys think of a time sailing where you were doing something or someone was doing something that they really shouldn't have been doing, but it was a lot of fun? So in 2013, um, uh, Dave Jamin and I took out a Flying Scot and um, it was so windy, none of the kids were allowed to go out sailing, but just me and him took it out and we like got it planing. Like, oh my God, yeah. It was a very big, heavy boat and this thing was like flying that felt like the boats are basically made of like Fabergé egg at this point. <laughs> so like to, to be sailing it at that speed in those conditions, I was like, this entire thing could explode somehow. <laughs> I um my my sailing team in high school, my my um coach had us sailing in a nor'easter <laughs> and like thirty mile an hour winds. I think they maybe gusted up to forty. And we all just went out and we're, you know, 
15 years old and we're, we're capsized immediately. Um, and we're all like, our boats are turtled. We're all like in the water and it was in like October. It was cold and none of us had the right gear on. And, um, so when I called the police on us, <laughs> cause they saw all of our boats slipped over and the cops showed up on this bridge right next to where we're all just in mm. disarray, you know, all of our boats are <laughs> capsized, but the cops are just kind of standing there watching us. They can't do anything, you know. They're, That's what I'm thinking. What I'm like, are they gonna do? Just point a gun at you and go yeah. like. I mean, it's America, you know. They probably um, fire bullets into the wind. <laughs> Stop it! Yeah, but it was just really funny as we're freezing our asses off, like being blown around in the wind, and there's just cops standing on the bridge looking at us, like, "Why did you even come?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even the fire brigade would surely be a, like a better yeah. use. I don't know. <laughs> the wisdom, the wisdom zone. zone. The wisdom zone. Smooth seas never made a skillful sailor. Oh, because <laughs> sailing. And this episode's about sailing. Yeah, man. There's I mean, one- that's true. There's a similar one that's like ships never get damaged or broken in harbor, but yeah, that's yeah. not what ships are for. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I'm definitely using that one later. <laughs> um, they obviously didn't hear about the Boston Tea Party. Mm. Wait, so no, true. the ship was fine. No, the tea oh, was. Oh, yeah, they just threw all the tea overboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's the Aria 3. You were there, right? <laughs> <laughs> a dark day for us all mm. <laughs> not the tea <laughs> no just rossi and the boys dumping dumping tea in the yeah. harbor what a what a crazy time yeah i remember it oh man i remember that <laughs> uh what a hilariously applicable wisdom zone though there is an irony to that though in that light wind sailing is arguably requires more skill then oh yeah you depends, you learn a depends lot how depends how light because yeah. if you're oh, at the sort of level of light where you're shaking the the boom trying <laughs> to get the sail to move um i guess remember racing um you know if you if you have a ton of wind um your exact technique isn't going to matter as much um like how mm. you throw your weight around and like the term of your sail because everyone's moving pretty quick but when you're really light wind um it definitely matters so much more like keeping your speed through your tacks and um your heading and everything just makes such a difference yeah speaking of sailing which we have been speaking of this whole time i guess it's time we uh we sailed away from this episode Mm. uh before we do that thanks for coming on rossi yeah thanks for having me oh you're much welcome is there anything you wanted to, uh, you know, bring up, endorse, plug before we let you go? <laughs> um, I have a website for my cat. It's, oh, um, yeah. Plug that. It's I think it's wheres.shmeeb.org. And I recently found <laughs> that um, you don't need any kind of um, verification to have a .org website. <laughs> Excellent. All right, we're gonna chuck that in yeah, the show notes. Cool. Um, so that people can find that for you. It's really a <laughs> high quality website. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like it. <laughs> 
I know what I'm doing after we finish recording. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Oh, um, excellent. Where's dotshmeeb.org? Yeah, S-H-M-E-E-B. It's good. Yeah, let's look it up live on air. <laughs> uh, I hate oh. to break it to you, Nick, but live on air is not how this podcast works. Wait, are we not <laughs> live? <laughs> It's a very cute red bandana. Oh, yeah. this is this is some quality content. We've yeah, got it up it's, now. it's really in depth. Um, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> so, you know, we're gonna have her merch and everything. Oh, I do have merchandise for my cat. Um, pretty. Now this is a plug. Cool. I yeah, like this. Yeah. Um, I I like that on the front page. There's like flashing multicolored neon <laughs> writing that says, "Have you seen this cat?" <laughs> Well, thank you for enlightening us with that wonderful website. <laughs> We're going to take it out. Um, if you would like to write to us uh, with any questions, any queries, any anything, uh, you can contact us at this one time at summercamppod at gmail.com or this one time at summercamppod on Instagram as well. You know, send us a message. Maybe we'll read it out on an episode. Depending on when this goes out, keep an eye on the Instagram page because we're going to be asking you guys for some specific stories. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Till next time. Farewell. Say say goodbye to Rossi. Bye. Oh, sorry. Bye. <laughs>